0: And in the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, this is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Thursday, little Friday. This portion of the program is brought to you by Parker & Sons Plumbing and Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Uh,
1: tomorrow's our last show of the year. It is our Christmas show. So for those of you who have listened for a while, we'll have... Diane Michelle in yeah. from my church CCV. She sings Oh Holy Night" in the show for the oh, last decade, and that's Cartman singing it from South Park. Which Shit. is okay. This will be better. <laughs> uh-huh. Diane will be better. That's Cartman's pretty good. Also, at five o'clock, we're gonna go Christmas Caroling tomorrow. And if you don't know what that is, listen at five fifteen. Okay, it's insane. And you'll get to win a ton of, you know, prizes and crap. Let's do it. Okay. So we've certainly spent a lot of time this year on the border. Uh, and I think this week we've spent more time on the border than, than, than maybe ever before. And there's a reason. Title 42, Trump, CDC, they said, hey, if you're from Central America, we're going to turn you around uh, because of COVID. It's a pandemic issued, you know thing. I know I didn't explain that real well. but
0: It was a CDC pandemic era uh, uh, rule put in place to stop people from coming here because, well, there was a worldwide pandemic going Mm -hmm. on and we can't ask Americans, you guys stay indoors and we're going to let everybody else come over here. Plus, we're trying to protect our border agents and and everybody else. So
1: Title 42 is going to go away on Wednesday. And a lot of people are saying, this is going to be a disaster zone. There are thousands of people waiting on the border for Wednesday. They know the date. They know Title 42 is going away. And they know they're going to walk right over. So what we've talked about this week, instead of, you know, it dumping on Biden, who's a total zero when it comes to the border, we've already done that. Um, what we've talked about is some of the pictures that we're seeing from certainly uh, uh What part of Texas was it? El Paso. El Paso, I'm sorry. So, uh, I only have one more day. My brain's starting not to work, as you could well see. Okay, so we're seeing pictures from El Paso, and we've been talking about it. One picture that I saw, a man is in a parking lot somewhere on the cold concrete, and he's got a piece of cardboard over him, and he doesn't have shoes. I don't know how he got here without shoes, but... This is a guy that is trying to keep warm somewhere in El Paso, and it's thirty degrees with a cardboard. A ca- a Imagine piece of cardboard, if cardboard
0: over you. was your blanket.
1: Yes. Okay. So now today, Chad and I are looking around, and you know, uh, you know, one of us saw this this article, and there are all these pictures, in. I think it was from the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. And what you see is the humanitarian crisis, because if you don't look at pictures of what's happening. I mean, you can look at a picture, and it it just it makes more sense to you about what is actually going on there. There, what you see is the border fence, and you see um, uh, the barbed wire, but then you see a line of hundreds of people, and they all look the same. And and I, this is what I mean: they're all bundled up, and when I say they all look the same, they all have a blanket.
0: And they are, they are trying to keep warm. They Every like single one of them. It's one of those things where you point out, it's like going to a football game in, in, in Lambeau Field. Right. They're wrapped in a blanket. They're, some of them are wearing masks, not because they're worried about COVID, because it's so cold they'll put anything on their face. Yeah. They've tied shirts around their heads. It's unbelievable. They're all just and some of doing them, what they can. Some of them have little kids. They're
1: freezing. It's 30 degrees yeah. at night. Uh, here in the Valley, 30 degrees at night over the last few nights. El Paso, same thing. I think it got down to 26. 26 degrees. So, you know, you put a face on who's trying to get into this country. And they're not doing anything illegal. They're claiming asylum. Now, the courts will decide if... They and can come in. Very very few get to stay here with asylum because they can't. Well, then it. what
0: do we do? Do we just turn them all back? Well, no, they appeal we it and then usually they don't come back for their second. So date. they're so they're here. That's, that's basically it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they use our own laws right. against it yes. because it was so much easier right. than trying to just sneak across and so that's what we have. I just want to reiterate, <clears throat> excuse me, how cold it is
1: on the border in El Paso. People who are freezing. And we've allowed that to happen. We've allowed that to happen because we've invited them here. Yeah. We shouldn't have invited them here. Our president invited them here. And on Wednesday, that Title 42 is going away. Guess what? We're not going to be able to turn anybody around. So there are, there are some migrants that are stuck in El Paso. Yeah, They are helping property owners clean up their yards in exchange for bus fare. Now the property owners are trying to help. They're doing they feel what they're bad, can. yeah, because what they're seeing, they're seeing kids sleep on the street with cardboard over them. That's no, there's no way to you do see, it. You man. see
2: a
0: family, right? You know, there's a mother, father, right. you know, a couple kids, and you, you want to reach out and help. You want to do as much as you possibly can, because if you don't, you're you're an, you're, an, you're an idiot. Yeah, you're an absolute fool. Like, that being said. I look again towards our uh, shining light out there in D.C. and say, are you guys looking at any of this? This is a, a, a humanitarian crisis now. Right, this is right. no longer a, a crisis of just kind of on the border. This is a crisis of humanitarian proportions. It could get far worse. One
1: property owner said he didn't want people sleeping on the street, so he found a job for from someone from Nicaragua to do around his house and that person from Nicaragua they're trying to get to Miami to work I don't know why
0: they probably have family they a lot of these people family. probably have family right. elsewhere and you know some of them are very lucky i i, I think what do they say a vast majority of them their family members will pick them up or make sure they have some money at the border so they can get where they're going but there's a lot of them and now with the massive amounts of people that are crossing it doesn't have to be 50 60 70% that leave and you're like oh it's even if, even if it's 90% because of the massive numbers, yeah. it's still a lot of people out there.
1: Uh, listen to this El Paso, the border patrol. What they're doing is they're releasing migrants in the morning. It's not as cold during the day than it is at night. So, so think about it. Uh, let's say that you're released at 7 a.m. You have all day to figure something out. The sun is out. If you're released at 7 p.m., 7 p.m. I don't know where you're going to sleep. No. It might be outside and it's cold. 26 so I just want,
0: overnight tonight's right? the low in El Paso. 56 tomorrow's the high.
1: So again, we shouldn't let everybody in. Again, we should be doing a better job. Again, we've been talking about this all time to- all the time. But I just want to say this, when you're in your warm bed tonight, I I know you're going to be thankful cuz I'm going to be thankful. You know, not all of us get to live here. Yeah. You know, we were born, you know, most of us born here, right?
0: Despite the disdain that many of the younger generation seems to have for the United States, understand this, and it's unfair and it's evil. The day you were born in the United States, you won the world lottery. Yeah. Our poor have air conditioning, and many countries, they rich, don't. We live in a world that is so much different than people could ever believe, hence the reason why people crawl over glass, dirt, risk their lives to get themselves here. Because even sleeping on the streets is better than where they came from.
1: Yeah. So what we tried to do is put a spotlight on the people that are coming here. Um, And this is our fault. They're on the street because of us. We could have stopped this. We, 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 we didn't have to open all the borders up and say, come on over. And yeah. we did.
0: And we had numerous occasions yeah. to fix the, the problem with asylum and the remain in Mexico and these things. And we have not done it. And we will continue to ignore that portion of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Coming up now, it is uh, time for five spot. This is where we put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. We want you to call us if you're vegan. I know we've never done that. I know if I'm call us. To our do show. you think we can get 5 callers to call in if they're <laughs> we vegan? got a couple I'd be okay. surprised. All right, there's a reason we're going to we're going to ask you a very specific question about a story that's in the news. Call us if you are a vegan. 602-277-KTAR. 602-277-5827. Five spot with vegans.
2: I got five. More.
1: And Chad. All right, here's what we're looking for. Vegans and vegetarians. Call us if you're a vegan. Call us if you're a vegetarian. <laughs> 602-277-KTAR. I think we have a big uh, Two vegan se- and vegetarian listenership. We're going to see. 277-5827. Call us if you're a vegetarian uh, or a vegan. The reason we're asking you to call is because i got a very interesting question, but Chad... The reason we're asking people to call if they're vegetarian or vegan is because there's a man in prison who says he cannot survive without a, a, a diet... That is not vegan. Yeah. Okay. Sam, who is this guy? Sam
0: Bakeman freed. You see him? Is the FTX crypto king that's in jail now in the Bahamas? Right. And uh, they're just serving him food. And he's a vegan. He's right. a vegan, and he says he can't survive in there because he's a vegan. That's why he should be released.
1: Right. Oh. So
0: I want to ask vegans
1: and vegetarians. Um, you know, let's just say that you were forced to go off that diet. Yeah. What would happen to you? It's tough to get vegans because they're not strong enough to pick up the phone. Oh gosh. <laughs> 277-KTAR okay. let's go. Let's, 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 uh, David
0: in Phoenix, are you a vegan or vegetarian? I'm a vegan Okay, are you sound weak <laughs> He doesn't sound weak We're having fun, David now, you, That's okay, in fairness. Uh, I can
1: take a joke <laughs> So David, let's say you were arrested like this guy tomorrow and they say, listen we can't provide a vegan meal for you What if you had a regular meal? What would happen to you?
2: Well, I, I suppose I would eat, like, whatever they gave me that wasn't meat-based, but, I mean, the thing that I would like to say to remind folks is you know, people that are vegan and vegetarian are often have
1: deeply held moral convictions, and why is that any different from somebody who's kosher? So, it's a moral conviction. That's why you are vegan. You don't like the way animals are killed and vegans that vegans kind of aren't stuff.
2: religious. For me. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, oh, yeah, so that's it's good still, point uh, it. it's still a conviction, okay. and yeah. uh, it, it, it might not be religious, but it's uh, something that we hold very dear, and... and
1: uh yeah, I don't see a problem with it. I mean, Sam Bakeman Freed sounds like a scumbag. I don't know anything about him. He is. but I don't feel sorry for him. But, yeah, but does a guy deserve to be... Fed meat
2: because when he doesn't. I mean, when he can't, he's morally like opposed to it. I don't you know don't what? Based on the fact that he right.
0: stole forty billion dollars, I think he should eat all the meat. He <laughs> to eat. I think they should make him kill his own animal. Oh gosh, he's such a clown. Next, by the way, he's also in jail in the Bahamas, so it's not America. He probably has uh, a nice window and he's looking at the yeah, beach. Anissa in Peoria. Let's uh, find out. Are you vegan or are you ve- uh, vegetarian? Vegetarian.
2: Sir. All right. What would
1: happen to your body if all of a sudden you could only eat? non-vegetarian meals?
2: Uh, I don't feel very good.
1: You feel um, sick?
2: Especially di- digestive-wise. You feel kind of heavy. Uh-huh. You know, cause there was a point like uh, restaurant week where I would have like steak like once a year and all I could picture was just sitting in my stomach for like days and weeks and Ooh. rotting. Oh. But, um, I think that's how the know. digestive
0: system works. <laughs> well, but still, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. a... <laughs> That's little, but it doesn't that's matter. Difficult. That's what she.
2: That's
1: how she feels. Yeah. 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 Okay. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate your call. All right. So we're just trying to figure out what would happen if, if you know, for the most part, you eat vegan or vegetarian, but now you have to have a piece of pork. <laughs> what is that, What does that do to your body? Who's next?
0: Uh, Tom and Maricopa. Uh, what would happen to your body if you had to just you know eat what was in front of you?
2: Yeah. When I would eat what was just in front of me, huh? oh, I don't know. I don't.
1: I don't think I would eat it if it was if it was a meat product at all. But you're going to starve in jail, then. So what do you do? Don't you eat the burger?
0: Well, I guess if I'm in jail, I should be punished. So therefore, I'm getting my right dues. Well, plus, you're going to want to have some protein, because I don't know if you're aware of this. Jail can be pretty tough, and you don't want to be weak in jail. Uh, Byron in Phoenix, uh, what would happen if you were in jail or somewhere and you could only eat meat?
2: Okay, so another thing has to be considered, too. We're talking about protein intake. Okay. That's a misconception, so... Uh, Yeah, The energy level is what I think is Misconcept like oh you can't get protein from other Things you you, you understand you're eating Meat you're eating flesh right which Is not a living thing which is dead Uh So your body does not Process that as efficiently as it does Fruits vegetables things That are living Mm. so That's why I I love the question I actually have a shirt that says Oh what did you get for protein dude I'm like everything better than you do.
1: <laughs> When's the last time you ate a burger?
2: Uh, seven and a half years ago.
1: Seven. What if you were to take a bite today? Honestly, what would happen? Take a big bite of a juicy... My-
2: don't get me wrong, like, it's uh, morally, it's morally is the issue for me. Okay. okay. I am I, I understand how the, you know, animals are treated and all that. It's, it's physical as well, as well as it is ethics. Yeah. Gotcha. That's all right.
0: Just, I appreciate that. And by all the right. way, I love animals. Better to pet uh, and chew.
1: All right, that's five spot. Five spot. <laughs> well, you don't listen to me, so I, that's why I'm giving you a hand signal. I knew
0: what we
2: were doing. <laughs>
1: uh, five spot. It's uh, it's uh, where we put you on the spot of a news story everybody's talking about. Chad's crying over there for no, no reason. By the
0: way, vegetarians are twice as likely to be depressed as meat eaters. Vi- vegetarians mm-hmm. are? That's because they haven't had a good meal in a long time. Probably. Remember, what is my
1: vegan rule? I'm not friends with the vegans. You're not. I'm not friends with the vegans. All right. Uh, 63. Uh, uh, no, that's the wrong one. It's like 63% of, of vegans wish that they didn't have to, to live like that. But it's like if. If I go and start eating this other stuff, I get sick. It's about digestive issues. It's about what's in my head. Because what was the one woman the saying? The lady
0: thought she, all she could picture was in it yeah, rotting in her but stomach for days. Like, I
1: kind of get that. Yeah. All right. Thanks for all the calls. Coming up next, uh, will the United States pass a national teacher minimum salary next? Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
0: A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. The Gatos and Chad Show, two till six. Teachers, they struggle with pay. You know it. I know it. Now there is something potentially out there that could help with that, and that would be a minimum for teachers, mandatory minimum, if you will, statewide. You can opt into it if passed. Rebecca Fred, uh, Representative Frederica Wilson, introduced a legislation that would raise the national minimum salary for public school teachers to sixty thousand dollars. So that's the floor that it would start at. Wait, wait. So in
1: Arizona, teachers would start off at 60? Yeah. Okay, I'm listening.
0: Because they sure don't. Go ahead. So And, of course, so, again, this is one of those things. If the bill becomes law, states would need to opt in to the federally funded short-term grants in order to raise the teacher's minimum salary. Here's the thing. The exact details of the appropriation for the grants haven't been drafted yet. Translation, it sounds good. You're trying to do something. But first, your state has to opt into it. So Arizona would have to opt into it. And then we'd hope to get grants. That would cover it, but they're short-term grants, so they could run out. So, what if the teachers make sixty grand for two years, then they don't get the money again, and their salaries drop? Well, also, it depends where you live. Like, if you're going to be a teacher in San Francisco
1: and make sixty thousand a year, they're already making one
0: hundred and twenty.
1: Well, that's because San Francisco is so expensive. Yeah. So, you know, if you live in Phoenix and you're making sixty grand, we all know that goes a lot further than it would in San Francisco. So that's part of it that I don't understand don't you have to take into consideration kind of where you are? Yeah. Because I'll tell you, in Arizona, that would help teachers. Yeah.
0: And the funny thing is... In San Francisco,
1: they'd look at it and be like... Well, nobody gets paid sixty thousand anyway. Yeah, because you can't live in San Francisco if you make sixty thousand dollars. No, so this would only help certain places. Absolutely, it would help Arizona. And the
0: approximate median average in the United States is actually sixty one thousand. What they're looking, I think, doing is bringing up places like Florida; it's forty seven thousand places here, bringing up that median. Good. But the, the the reality is is I don't know how you get there. I don't know how you get there. Yeah.
1: It does, you're right it sounds good like if you were just to go out and tell, tell teachers hey minimum salary first year teacher 60 grand let me tell you there are teachers that are 20 30 years in that maybe are starting to scratch 60 grand out now yeah and and that's not happening in a lot no, of places not in, in phoenix places. Yeah. i can
0: tell you that for a fact so it goes back to, you know, it's funny because uh, the, was that, I think Pew Research had another poll out this week about what, uh, you know, voters are worried about going forward. And Republicans, like 68% of Republicans, are worried about, you know, education and teachers' pay and they want to get it up. Everybody wants to get it up, but it's like everything, right? Like, we all want to fight climate change, but nobody wants to actually pay for it. Mm. They thought the person next to him would pay for it. Mm. And that's the big, it's how do we get. The money for teachers. Right. And this is going to be grants, if anything. So, and those can go away. So, you're then basing something off of the fact that you're going to have a grant and that grant may disappear. So, teachers in some of these states who make 48 grand a year, who are making 60 might drop back down again if they can't figure something out.
1: Yeah. I mean, usually it comes down to how do you get teachers paid? Well, it comes down to who your governor is and who the legislature is. And so when we start 2023, we're, as we said, we're going to have a very, we're going to have a majority of Republicans, but a lot of the Republicans are MAGA. Now You have to remember that. I'm not crapping on them. I don't agree with a lot of the stuff they do because they are MAGA and I'm not a MAGA guy, yeah. but they are going to be far right. Uh, and then you have a governor who is a Democrat. Both sides are not going to get really, I don't think they're going to get a whole lot done. But the last time teachers got to pay was a while ago. Uh, and Governor Ducey was basically forced by thousands of teachers who sat on his lawn uh, down at the Capitol. And so that's the last time we really got teachers a, you know, a somewhat decent raise. So if I'm Governor-elect Hobbs, I've got to figure out a way. How do I pay teachers more? Because if I'm looking into the classroom, I'm seeing a lot of teachers leave, and I'm seeing a lot of vacancies.
0: What are they talking about? Like we were talking earlier to Alex, uh, uh, our buddy Alex Stone over at ABC News, because they're trying to do the four-day work week, and what are the things they're talking about? In Missouri, they're looking, teachers don't stay past three years, and and a vast majority don't stay after five years. They're trying to do anything they can to incentivize them, and pay might be one of them. uh, That's for darn sure. uh, But... we got to figure out if we're going to pay for this because we can't grow as a society Mm. with uh, struggling kids in an education system. Right.
1: We need good teachers in
0: there. 20% of adults struggle to read. Think about that. What would
1: that look like in the future? Yeah. I can tell you uh, I know probably 10 to 15 really great teachers that were there for over 20 years and couldn't take it anymore and had to leave. This is over the last few years. Really good teachers. So we gotta fix it. I don't know how to do it though. Maybe that program will work. We'll see. Coming up next, it may be the most striking finding from 2022. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 923 FM.
0: The Gatos and Chad Show.
1: So pretty interesting article that we're picking apart throughout the show. Uh, and basically the Pew Research Center. They've, uh, they've come up with something that they've labeled striking findings from 2022. So some of the stuff is, well, more Americans are using a credit card than cash. Is that oh, a lot striking? No, no. Uh, it's, but it's the some, amount, though, I think people are doing it. Something that's happened this year. And so yeah. they're, they're talking about it. Here's another one. A growing share of adult TikTok users in the U.S. are getting news on that platform. I think that's kind of interesting. Not only is that, it's also challenging Google for searches. Right. Uh, It talks about Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So it's got a whole bunch of stuff. There's like 14 things on here. Things that were striking findings from 2022. Here's one that's pretty interesting. Uh, And I don't think anyone's going to dispute this. Growing shares of both Republicans and Democrats say that members of the other party are immoral, dishonest, and closed-minded than other Americans. Okay, so here's what I would say because I don't want to be a member of either party. I think both parties stink uh, i I am a proud other here in uh, Arizona um, are aren't, aren't we the people the ones that are also close-minded because if we pick a team, we don't listen to anything the other team says no we are we are we are a hundred percent on our team, and
0: everything the other team does is bad yeah. but that's not necessarily that's a the cult, case by the way. It's fundamentalism. That's a cult. If your team is great and you have no flaws, and the other team is bad, that seems more cultish. Are you talking about Trump? Yeah, both sides, right? I don't know. I mean, the 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 I hear cult when I hear Donald Trump and MAGA. That's what I hear. What about the people that would like we were talking earlier, blaming the immigration issue on him because they still have this derangement syndrome that he is the second coming. He's a human being, right? You know, and neither side has a monopoly on good or bad ideas. But when you hear cult, what do you think? Uh, I think people who only who agree in every way, shape, or form
1: with their group of okay. people. And you can see it on both sides. Oh, absolutely. Right. But it seems like the cult leader would be Trump. Who's the cult leader on the left?
0: I think, see, the, that's media, what I'm, I think the media is. You know, that's fair. The media. That could be fair. The progressivism, okay. media, insanity.
1: So you got the New York Times, yeah. you got CNN yeah. and all that stuff. Okay. Um, but, I, yeah, it's pretty interesting. The percentage of Americans who view the people in the opposing political party uh, in a negative light has increased in recent years. So in 2016, 47 percent of Republicans, 35 percent of Democrats said those in the other party uh, were a lot or somewhat more immoral than other Americans. So let me ask this. Like, if you're, if you're if you're a Democrat, you can't be friends with a Republican because you think they're immoral?
0: Well, in theory, I guess that's the way it's supposed that's to be. Not, that's but not, that's not reality. That's not reality. But they're, you know, I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I think in the political sphere, because most people don't choose their friends based on their politics, but it's becoming more relevant now. People mm-hmm. are moving to places where they feel their political, you know, uh, views it's are, are very, match up. Very true. But it, yeah, normally it's like most of my friends, by the way, are uber progressive or very liberal we don't talk very rarely do we talk politics you know and and uh but yeah sometimes they get on that way and and it's amazing because you know they they can't see either side but their side they can't even see a democrat side and sometimes it's like it's and it's it's scary and the republicans are the same way they're evil they're immoral they're, they're 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 destroying it it's like god you know You know what they both are? They're both grifters who are are shysters and taking advantage of every opportunity to get money from us and to control power.
1: Yeah, and the the example I always use is like, um, you know, I I know somebody who uh, refuses to be friends with anybody who likes Trump. That's insane. It's stupid. It's stupid. Listen, I don't like Trump.
0: (laughs) What (laughs) if you were to say, I can't be friends with a gay. I can't be friends with somebody who's black. I can't be friends with a trans... What if you were to say that? With yeah. that, yeah. So you just, it, but because it's Trump, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. okay. It's okay. In yeah. their
1: mind, it's okay. Yeah.
0: No, it's, that's a good point. I've always thought it, my hate is better and more moral than your hate is the way that people look at it.
1: Yeah. And just because you don't like Trump and he's an easy example, doesn't mean that your friend who is, you know, MAGA is is, is anything like him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: that's that's the way we are. It's a sad situation. It is. It is a sad situation. Growing uh, shares of both Republicans and Democrats say members of the other party are immoral.